Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Um, well, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to do this for all of you guys. Hopefully, if you're not watching live, um, you can watch it on the replay. Um, but this is a presentation that I'm super excited about. It's a new version of something that I talk about a lot. And I call it the life cycle of social media. And I think the the big thing about this presentation that I'm I'm extra excited about is a lot of times people feel like trying to create content for every platform is really overwhelming, right? They feel like they have to create original pieces for all different platforms. And the reality of that is that it's just not true. Um, so I'm going to teach you guys how to be able to repurpose content. I'm actually going to walk you through an example, um, multiple, um, of how you can use one piece of content and multi-purpose it across many different things. Um, and I hope that this anybody watching this can alleviate or it can alleviate some of their fear of, well, I just don't have time to even be doing social media because it's just like a full-time job, right? So this is kind of what the the premise, if you will, of this is. Um, and when I created this, my intention was I want someone to watch it and listen and just be like, man, that is so much easier than I thought it was. Um, and so that's kind of my goal. So um, we'll get started right away. But um, most of you guys on Asian Power Huddle, you probably already know me. I've, I've spoken here with Zach and Jesse many times before, um, and it's an awesome show. So I'm, I'm grateful to be back again. Um, at the bottom, if you are watching this, whether it's live or um, if you're watching it on the replay, um, that's my Instagram handle, Burma Media Social. I would love it if you snapped a picture while you're watching this um, and tag me post it in your stories and I will reshare it to mine. Um, but that way I can connect with you off the platform after class is over or after the session is over. But again, down there, Burma Media Social is how you can get me. Um, I have updated my podcast list. I've been on several new ones. Um, I'm actually going on Mortgage Marketing Animals on Tuesday next week, which is a brand new one um, for me. So I'm super excited about that. Um, but if there's ever a time uh, for any of you guys that you enjoy watching or listening to podcasts, um, here's a great list of a bunch of free information, right? So as much value as I could possibly give away um, in all of these different shows. Um, so feel free to take a screenshot, jump over to either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and every single one of these are on there, as well as YouTube. So if you want to watch the live video version, you can do that too. Um, but great list for you guys to choose from. Now, um, this presentation specifically is called The Life Cycle of Social Media. So how to create the following that you want not just on Instagram, but across all of the platforms that we are using, um, really the span of social media as a whole, right? So whether that's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, um, some I know some people still use Twitter. I haven't used Twitter since I graduated from college, but um, I know some people are still on there. Um, LinkedIn being another big one too. Um, and then of course, our emails, right? So we got to make sure we take advantage of our emails as well um, and using that as much as possible. So how to create the following that you want. Let's talk about how there's three main ways. There's three things that you can do to allow yourself to create a following, not just on one platform, but on all of them. So on this screen, I'm going to show you guys kind of three hacks, if you will, that you can be doing with your social media content. Um, and then on the following screen, I'm actually going to walk you through a full life cycle of one piece of content in every category or every place that you could put it. Um, to show you how easy that can really be. So 
The first one, um, many of you guys, if you're spending time creating Instagram content, if you're spending time creating Facebook content, um, and you're not sending an email to your email list once a month, you're doing it wrong. Right. So what I mean by that is you have to send an email to your email list telling them, Hey guys, I'm on Instagram now. Or hey guys, I want you to go. If you're if you're not following me on Instagram, go check me out. Right. It's as simple as that. So when I am coaching our students and clients through this um, in my program, one of the things I tell them is use a piece of content you put on Instagram, co- literally copy the hyperlink, put it in an email and send it out to your list and say, Hey guys, go follow me on the gram. Um, more content like this. If, if you, you know, go there. Right. And the whole purpose of this simple thing um, is a lot of us have really great email lists, but not all of those people that are on our email lists are on our social media handles. So this is a way for us to cross pollinate our our Instagram in this case is what I'm talking about, but our Instagram and our email list at the same time, right? So I have an email list of almost 6,000 subscribers, um, but that doesn't mean that all of them are on my Instagram. You know, they're not following me there, right? So once a month, I send that email out and you'd be shocked if when you guys do this, how many people you're able to push from your email list over to your Instagram or Facebook if you don't have Instagram yet, or maybe it's not ramped up yet. So one of the things that you can do in that email that a lot of your guys' email CRMs probably have access to being able to do is a link that drops in your um, current or existing Instagram feed. So it's kind of like a widget, if you will, um, where you can actually use that and then it'll populate what your Instagram feed looks like currently. Um, And it's the most up-to-date that way if you do it. Um, my CRM that I use doesn't have that widget. So all I do is I snap a screenshot of what my existing Instagram looks like and I put it on, or excuse me, put it in my email as a photo. And then I just make that photo clickable. So I can simply say, Hey, click the photo below to to shoot over to my Instagram um, or to make sure you're following me on Instagram. And then I put an actual button, like an actual button at the bottom that just says click here to to go to Instagram. Um, But that's something that you guys can do. And that widget, um, I know everybody's got different email CRMs, So it just depends on what you have. Um, But if you're curious or if you're trying to figure it out, either email me. I'm sure Zach's probably more tech savvy than I am when it comes to CRMs. So um, somebody that, somebody here can help you. I, I know it. Um, the second one is your personal Facebook page. So I think this is kind of a sleeper um, that a lot of people don't take advantage of when it comes to the content that they're producing on Instagram or Facebook or wherever. Um, but in many cases, if you guys are using an automation software, any content you produce will go from business account to business account. Meaning if you're a business Instagram, whatever you put on your business Instagram is going to get pushed to your business Facebook and not your personal Facebook. Um, and a lot of people, and myself included, have you know thousands and thousands of Facebook friends, but we don't necessarily have all those people following us on our business page. Or if you've ever used your business page and you're wondering like, man, my business page gets no interaction. It's like so dead. Um, it's because Facebook does that on purpose. Um, and your business Facebook page will only get traction really if you pay for it. That's how Facebook makes money. So that's what they want, right? Um, so we have to circumvent that system and we have to take advantage of our personal Facebook following, which is where our sphere is, right? So these are the people who are actively engaging with us. These are our family, our friends, our network of past or current clients, our vendor partners, our business partners, you name it. Um, people that we've done business with um, in any avenue. Um, typically, we're Facebook friends with them. So when you are posting something on Instagram that you feel like is really valuable, um, or whether it's you know on YouTube that you find it to be super valuable, it doesn't matter where you put it. If you copy the link 
um, and post the link directly. So like on Instagram, for example, if you copy the link directly to that post and share that on your personal Facebook page, um, and that's all you got to do. The thumbnail will preview it and show um, what that Instagram post looked like. And it will, in order for someone to go read it, they'll actually have to click it and it will open Instagram. So what that does again, is it cross pollinates Facebook and Instagram together. Um, and especially your personal Facebook page with your business Instagram. Um, now, a lot of people ask me all the time, um, you know, is there a CSV file that I can just download um, from my personal Facebook and upload it to my Instagram following or like vice versa to make sure that both my platforms are talking to each other? Um, and the answer is no, right? That just doesn't exist. This is not a thing. Um, so this is a way that we can kind of circumvent that um, to make our personal Facebook following um, put, get pushed over to where we want them, right? So whether that's on Instagram or wherever we choose to do it. Um, now, the third one down at the bottom, I will tell you, is definitely tedious. Um, however, it's something that if you have somebody on your team that you can designate it to, if it's you, um, I can tell you, even if you just spend an hour a month doing this, you'll make a big impact in what you're doing. Um, but you got to take inventory of your current past clients, your vendor partners, your business partners that you're doing work with, um, people that you're networking with, um, other agents, if you're a referral agent and uh, you know you have people moving from out of state. Um, I know a lot of um, Keller Williams, EXP agents, all of them, you know, you guys have referral agent networks outside of where you currently live. Um, so that could be an additional you know, pillar to this. But essentially, all you need to do is go on Instagram and try to find them, right? You got to be consistently showing up, trying to find these people, um, your past clients, your current clients, you need to make sure that you're engaging with them on Instagram. If they're currently in your pipeline, and you're not following them on Instagram, you're absolutely doing it wrong. Um, and that means you have to be consistent yourself, right? So it kind of creates that built-in accountability of like, Hey, this is a client I don't want to lose. So I got to show up and be consistent here. Um, so that last one, like I said, is, is tedious and time consuming, but if you can spend an hour a month doing it, that's better than nothing. Um, and I would recommend if you have somebody on your team that you can pass it off to, you can do so. Now, um, let's talk or let's chat about a really simple example. So lots and lots and lots of people love YouTube. Lots of people are making long form YouTube content all the time. Um, and this is a super fast way to repurpose that content in five different places. So let's just go through the cycle of what this looks like. And then, um, Zach, I know you have had some experience with doing this for Jesse and for other people. So I'd love you to chime in when we're done with this. Um, and just kind of give me your feedback, but, um, making one 10 minute YouTube video can be all five of these. So let's run through it. Number one, it can be the 10 minute standalone YouTube video on YouTube. Then what you can do is you can take that long form 10 minutes, turn it into a two minute clip, um, share it on Instagram as a post, um, and in your caption, include a call to action, telling people that you want them to click the link in your bio. Right. So don't just say, you know, here's my video and then drop a URL in your caption, right? Because it captions on Instagram, you can't click anything. So you have to create a call to action to drive them to click the link in your bio itself. Um, so you would just have to edit that. It takes two seconds to do that. And then the next piece is you can share that same piece of content that is now on your Instagram feed to your Instagram stories um, with the new link feature. So this just came out not even a week ago, where even if you didn't have 10,000 followers, you can now link to an external landing page, right? So it used to be you had 
to have 10,000 followers in order to get the swipe up feature. Everybody was like wanting wanted that. Everybody wanted to pay for followers so that they could get that. And it was just ridiculous, right? Um, but Instagram has now allowed that to be across anybody, regardless of how many followers you have. So what I would tell you to do is share that same two minute clip of that long form video to your stories, use that link feature, or drop the link to the full YouTube video in that URL. So that if anyone watches your stories and wants to go watch that long form video, they click that link, it'll send them to your YouTube channel. You can send them to Facebook, you can send them to your website. However, I recommend keeping it all to when we're talking about life cycle, I recommend if that original video was on YouTube, let's push everybody back to YouTube, right? Um, to make them all talk together. Um, now, the fourth piece is to share that same exact short form two minute video in an email to your list, right? So sending it out to your list, telling them, hey guys, this is a quick two minute video talking about XYZ. Um, click here to watch the full YouTube video. That's it. That's as simple as it has to be. Um, and you can have a call to action button in your email that pushes them directly back to that same full 10 minute YouTube video. Um, and then the last one is what we just talked about before, but that's again, that same exact two minute video on Instagram. We're going to copy the link. Um, we're going to share that link on our personal Facebook. It's going to populate the thumbnail of the Instagram post, right? And then if somebody clicks that, it sends them to Instagram. And on Instagram, we are sending them right back to YouTube. So the idea is we have this circle of one piece of content is driving in all these different directions. However, the barrier of entry or the point of entry um, that we're trying to get someone to start from or be at is always the same. Always, always, always the same, right? Pushing them back to YouTube every single time. Um, so Zach, I don't know how this feels to you, but cause I know you work with content and do content a lot for not just yourself, but for other people. So, um, reading this, what do you think, or how does this kind of make you think? I mean, I'm loving this stuff. This is what I do all day is, uh, you know, taking one piece of content and stretching it as many ways as we can. Um, yeah, we do that with agent power Huddle every day. We make clips out of the daily episodes. Uh, I think you nailed it. I would just add, <clears throat> take it one step further. You can take a 10 minute YouTube video and turn it into a, a podcast episode too. So I do that a lot too, where you take like a video and um, you know, you turn the audio into a podcast episode. Um, so you definitely do that. And one other thing too, I'll do is at, I'll, you know, we'll do everything you just talked about. And then maybe like a week or two later, you can post a whole YouTube video link on your social media too. You know, you can link people back to the actual whole 10 minute video after you do all this and clip it out and everything, because, you know, you could post something today and someone might not see it, but you post it again next week and then they see that. So I would just add those two things for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And again, the entire goal, right, is that this one 10 minute video, like you mentioned, is what we're ultimately trying to get people back to. Right. I work with a lot of agents who like they specialize in their YouTube channel. That's where they get a lot of their business and they do all of their longer form video there. But they're trying to use Instagram. They just feel like they don't know how, right? Or they feel like they don't have time because they're focused on YouTube or they're focused on whatever other platform. And to your point, right, Zach, this is how we can take that same exact 10 minute video and make it work for us. 
on all of our platforms and our call to actions in every place is going to push them back to that full 10 minute YouTube video. Even when you post it on Instagram, right? Even when you post it in your stories, it's going to push people right back to that full 10 minute YouTube video. Um, now, another thing that Zach and I both didn't mention, and I just thought of this, um, is make sure you add it to your highlights on Instagram. So once it's in your stories, maybe you have a highlight that's specifically for your YouTube videos or your YouTube content, right? And you don't have to... I wouldn't call it that because people will be less likely to click it um, if it says that. Um, but if you have a highlight where any story you put up... Um, so let's say you have this two-minute clip, you share it to your stories, you link it, um, you then don't want it to go away after 24 hours. So you push it to um, a highlight so it will stay there forever. Anybody who comes across your Instagram and reads through your highlights or scrolls through it is going to be able to go directly to that full video. Right. So again, our ultimate end game is that 10 minute video. We want as many views on it as possible. Um, and this is the way to be able to do that and also make sure you're showing up on every platform. So that's kind of ultimately the point that we're after. Um, now, the next piece to this um, is an example. So this is a current client of mine who I want to show you guys how it was, in, in my opinion, a totally wasted effort when he put this piece of content on Instagram, um, when it could have really, really worked to his advantage. He could have taken uh, an opportunity to meet a ton of new clients um, and a ton of potential new business relationships for him if he had done this correctly. So this is a client of mine who's actually at the EXP event that many of these um, individuals who are not with us this morning are probably at. Um, and he went to the ice bar after one of the days of presentations. Um, and he posted this picture of him wearing the, the suit, whatever, because um, it's freezing in there. Um, and originally his caption before I made him change it, right, was so simple. It was just having fun at the ice bar, period. That was literally his caption. Um, he did geotag it, right? So we did have the minus five ice bar location tagged, um, but he didn't have any caption whatsoever. He had no call to action in his caption. Um, so I, I just kind of lovingly yelled at him via text. And I was like, Dave, you got to go in here and you got to fix this. So he went in, he ended up um, adding a little bit of a call to action, making a little bit better of a caption, still not a good caption by any means. Um, but he did add the hashtag uh, minus five ice bar. Now, um, in my opinion, he could have done this lots of ways better, right? He could have tagged the actual ice bar itself, their Instagram page. Um, he could have shared it to his stories and tagged them in the stories as well. Um, there's lots of things he could have done. Um, but here's what I ultimately gave him as far as what he could have done with this single piece of content that could have earned him new business had he done so. Um, so he could have posted it with a better caption, which we talked about. He could have added a call to action at the end. Can you guess what location I'm at? Can you guess what kind of cup they serve? Um, our drinks and blah, 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 right? Any various different um, call to action you wanted to create. And then here's where the, the key would have been, right? So he could have saved it to his or sent it to his stories as well. Um, but he could have done this second bullet point. Anyone that leaves you a comment, if you reply, which you should, of course, um, encourage them that will, or you replying will encourage them to follow you, right? Because it's going to show that you're active. Then you go reply to one of their stories if they have one. So let's say, for example, I posted this ice bar picture. Zach comes to my Instagram. He comments um, in reply to my call to action. So then I go to Zach's Instagram. He has a story up. I reply to whatever the story is that he has up. It could be anything. Um, now, Zach and I are having a private conversation in DMs on Instagram, which is the same thing as you know private messenger on Facebook. Um, 
now you have the opportunity to go into this private conversation between you and another individual. Um, and the benefit to that, right, is that people are more likely to open up there than they ever would be in a one-on-one or sorry, in an open forum comment on a post. So um, that could have happened. Now to keep this rolling, that minus five hashtag um, or that minus five ice bar hashtag, what he could have done is use it on his post like he did and then click on it and go into it and just comment on a bunch of other pieces of content that were there that were posted recently. That's the key, not the top tab, but the recent tab, because most likely a bunch of the people who posted a picture of that or of them at the minus five ice bar were at it at the same time he was or super recently, right? And maybe they're even there for the exact same event. Maybe it's other EXP agents that were there, right? Um, so that could have happened too. Um, so if he would have done that, um, he could have started conversations and engaged with a bunch of other potential agents that could have earned him business as simple as that. Right. So he could have seen somebody that recently posted and commented on their piece of content and been like, Oh, Hey, I'm here too. That's awesome. We should meet up tomorrow or Hey, what, um, you know, conference or what breakout session are you going to tomorrow? Right. All of the different options that you could have, could have had there. So the whole point, right. Is we have to get the conversation going. Um, and if we can do it with an ideal client that also happens to be somewhere where we can meet up with them because it's currently happening, um, that could have been huge. So this particular client is still at that event. So I told him for the next three days. So today, tomorrow, and Saturday, um, he has to do that. He has to post a picture of him at the event. He has to use the actual um, Instagram handle. He has to use the hashtag. Um, and he has to go in there and engage on it at the end of the day right? to try to create new relationships with people who are currently there. Um, so Zach, do you, I don't know if you want to chime in on anything here, but does this all make sense? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's funny, like little things make a huge difference, like having a call to action or having the right caption, using the right hashtags. And, um, you know, like you said, it's important to geotag stuff and, and tag businesses because like you said, you never know who's there, you know, or who will be there tomorrow. So, um, yeah, I think you nailed it for sure. Yeah. And it's like, why, like, if we go back to this, like why waste an opportunity just by posting a picture with no caption, right? Yeah. Um, if you're going to post the picture, we got to make the picture work for us. So a lot of times people will call me and say, all my efforts, you know, it's not working. Why isn't it working? And it's like, well, are you working the system? Right. Or are you just posting a picture and expecting the picture to do the work for you? Right. When in reality, if people can't even find the picture or people don't even know the picture's there, um, then how can they engage with it? So that's why if we back up, right, this example that we talked about how to multi-purpose a piece of content, we go back one step further using our emails to help us, using our personal Facebook account to push people to our Instagram. So this same piece of content that this client of mine posted, he could have put on his personal Facebook page as well and linked it back to this actual Instagram post. So in these three dots, if he would have clicked that and clicked copy link, he could have shared that link on his personal Facebook and that would have done way more than what he had originally done here, right? So it would have pushed his entire, almost 5,000 Facebook friends to this one post on Instagram inadvertently. So um, all of that to say, don't post in vain, right? Don't post just to post. If you have a strategy behind it, it's gonna, it doesn't matter if you um, aren't in love with the piece of content, right? The content's gonna work for you. Um, so I, have a I let me go back. I had a question real quick. Yeah. What are your thoughts as far as um, captions? Like, 
you think long because I've heard both and I've experienced both that longer form captions work better or just a couple sentences or one sentence or it's kind of depends on the context. Like, what do you think about, you know, the length of what you should write with your posts? Yeah. So I actually just posted about this on Instagram. So that's a great point. I just posted a piece of content that literally talks about the three different types of captions that you can write um, and when each one of them are relevant. So um, for those of you guys who aren't consuming or haven't followed me on Instagram yet, Berman Media Social is where you can do that. Um, but there's three main types. So there's the micro blog form, which is your longer form content. Um, and the key with longer form content is making sure that your captions include keywords or SEO, right? Meaning you want to be able to use words that are going to help people easily find you. Um, you have your short form content um, or your short form captions, I should say, that are designed to be punchier um, and just kind of get someone to want to engage. So it's quick, rapid fire engagement style. Um, and it, it just depends on the type of content, truthfully, to answer your question, Zach, right? Like if you're trying to add value, you're trying to do um, something what many of you guys have probably heard me on Agent Power Huddle talk about value series in the past. Um, a value series type post is you adding value in um, business, right? So whether it's about real estate or whether it's about loans or whatever avenue you're going down, um, that would be where that would be a longer form content. This minus five ice bar post, um, could have been, you know, a sentence or two. I would have made it, I would have had a catchy opening, right? Something along the lines of like, have you ever been to a chillier place? Question mark, and then have a beefy center um, to that caption that would have said something like, um, no better way for me to cap off a great day of learning than hanging out with a bunch of my buddies at minus five ice bar, having a great um, having a drink, discussing everything we learned today. My favorite, you know, breakout session was, and then tag the individual who did it, right? Whoever the host of that breakout session was, if if they're on Instagram, um, I can't wait for tomorrow. And then have a call to action saying, "Can you guess what city I'm in?" Right? Or is anybody else here right now? Like it could have been anything, um, but that could have been a, a little bit beefier of a caption. And then of course the hashtag game always needs to be there. Um, hashtags are so important. Um, so. Hopefully that answers your question, but there, you just have to pay attention to what kind of content you're producing ultimately. Yeah. Okay. Um, so last thing, um, perfect timing, 1026, crushing this. Um, if you guys, anybody who's listening to this um, isn't already currently working with me or is interested in potentially doing so, there's a couple ways you can do so. Um, my course is definitely the best option. Um, the Instagram Power Method program, um, that wonderful sign behind me, um, that is my bread and butter. That is the main um, port or the main um, barrier of entry, if you will, into my world. Um, I do a lot of speaking, a lot of events. I'm, I go on podcasts all the time. Um, I love that. I love doing live videos, um, live podcasting, stuff like this. Um, but the one I'm really excited to share with you guys is number three. So I have a brand new event that is coming out. It is on December 3rd in Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, it's actually in Colleyville, if anyone's familiar with the Colleyville area. Um, but we are doing an event called Limitless. Um, Kyle Draper and I put this event on together. It is our very first event that has our name attached to it. So we do not use sponsors or anything. It's just us putting on an event, which is really fun um, and kind of scary also in a weird way. Um, but we are super excited and this is going to be phenomenal. Um, the, the premise of the event is pursuing discomfort on social media. So the reason we chose Buffalo, um, if any of you guys have heard of the story of the cow versus the Buffalo, um, you know what I'm talking about, but a cow typically runs away from the storm and ends up being in the storm a lot longer. Um, if you guys have ever, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this story, but it's a psycho it's was in psychology when I was in college, they tell that story all the time. 
Um, but a cow typically runs away from the storm. Therefore they endure the storm longer because the storm moves. Whereas a Buffalo, they actually head into the storm and then they, you know, kind of collaborate together and stay in one spot and let the storm pass. Um, so the idea when we came up with the name of this, um, and chose for it to be a Buffalo was pursuing discomfort on social media, meaning like facing your fear of ripping the bandaid off and actually doing it, um, shouldn't and doesn't need to be that hard. Everybody wants to make it really hard um, in their head. They have a lot of mental roadblocks that make them say that they can't or that they shouldn't um, or that they don't need to um, because it feels hard. And I can tell you that um, there's lots of things in my career that have been hard to do. Um, but me just facing them, I get through to the other side of it so much faster um, than if I just keep putting it off saying, you know what, I'm just scared. I'm just scared. I'm just scared. Um, and had I done that, the Instagram Power Method program, which has been um, an incredible thing for my career, um, wouldn't have even ever happened. So um, I'm grateful for the fact that I weathered the storm of facing the technology issues and facing the, the scary the scary parts of what it meant to create an online program um, so that I am who I am today, right? I'm, I'm so grateful for that. And um, so this event is designed to, to help you guys face that fear. Um, and if you guys want the link, um, I can either give it to Zach and he can share it in the YouTube notes um, or, uh, or the channel notes, whatever. Um, or you guys can DM me on Instagram and I'd be happy to send you the link to register. Um, but again, that's December 3rd in Dallas um, and coach Kyle Draper will be my right hand. So other than that, Zach, I am done right on time. You know, I never heard that story. I'm going to look that up too. It was the cows and the bulls you said, right? The cow and like the buffalo. Yeah. So buffalo, it's the buffalo. story of the difference between the cow and buffalo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I agree. You got to face things head, head on or they'll face you, you know? Well, and then they end just taking way longer, right? Like right, right. We, when we put it off, we put it off, we put it off. It's like, why? Let's just sit in a room, lock ourselves in a room and get it figured out. And then we're done with it. And then we can move on. Um, but that's what a lot of people are not willing to do because it's it's uncomfortable. For sure. Um, well, you did a great job today. And I just want to add, you know, you're on everyone else's podcast. When are you going to start your podcast? <laughs> um, everybody always asks me that. You know what? And I think I would love to. Um, there's so many people I wish I could interview. Um I have so many amazing friends in the industry and, and the fact that I get to go on mortgage marketing animals next week is really fun and something that I have kind of dreamt of for years. And the fact that, you know, the, the guy, Steve Kyle, who runs it is like the nicest human ever um, just shows to me that I can face those scary things too. Um, because when I reached out to him and said, Hey, I think, you know, I think I want to be on your show. I thought he would say no. And to my, dis you know, my, um, amazement, if you will, he was like, dude, I was been waiting for you to reach out. I was, I've, should have reached out to you, but I didn't, but I'm so glad you called. Um, and it's one of those things for me, like to your point, Zach, I, I absolutely think I need to start a podcast. And I've had about 15 people tell me that. Um, I think that that's going to be on the radar sooner versus later for sure. Um, because I know that it's going to be super beneficial, not just to my audience, but to um, the connections that I can make outside of what I already have done. For sure. Well, um, yeah, thanks again for hosting. We'll definitely have you back in December. And um, sure. yeah, we'll promote your event and Agent Power Huddle. And don't be shy. You know, we want you to promote it there, too. And uh, we'll put all the links and everything in the show notes, too. Awesome. Well, thank you, Zach. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for those of you guys who are on. Um, if you're watching the replay later on, um, I hope you guys had a great event um, at EXPCon. Um, and I will see you guys all next month. Thanks, great. Thanks guys. again, Michelle. You too, Zach. See you. 
If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.